had this brand new topic all ready to go. And then I looked at the calendar and I thought, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. It's almost the 22nd of February. Do you know what the 22nd of February is? It's the official one year anniversary of Beauty Unlocked. So I had to scrape and scrap everything I did and I said, no, 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 no. We've got to do things properly. We're celebrating Beauty Unlocked's one year anniversary. Are you ready? I can't believe we're doing this. actually can't believe how fast or how quickly a year goes by, especially um, when most of the time we're under lockdown. Um, so that's pretty much what happened in 2020 was spent in lockdown and and that was that and working on the podcast and here we are. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, well, today's the 18th, but you know, we're, we're just about three days, well, four days um, until Beauty Unlock's official one year anniversary. So I thought, well, let's take a look back. So this is kind of like a mashup, but it's like a birthday celebration mashup. And we're going to look at like the the beginnings of, well, look, listen to more than look. I'm looking at it. You're listening to it. Um, everything from the very first episode, which was entitled What the Fuck or WTF Ancient Greece. Um, and along the way, I'll be making commentary, but let me just tell you, we've definitely come a long way since the first episode. Um, we're now in like an episode, I think 38, technically we should be at like episode 38. Um, we should have more episodes, but that's because I took breaks in between just, you know, to take care of myself and just educate myself and take it easy and just... But um, wow, let me just tell you, we've definitely come a long way, especially audio wise, because when I listen to the first episodes, I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) But I do hope you enjoy this, this, I don't know, one year birthday anniversary mashup slash commentary episode where we're just going to be taking a look back. It's a trip down memory lane, folks. When I was a teacher in Padova, there was an exhibition um on war machinery that he had designed in in well not in venice but it was in venice this uh exhibition at this art gallery and i actually saw the vitruvian man and i took a picture of it with my ipod we go back to ancient greece (laughs) from like the renaissance to ancient greece again but we um look at someone uh, a philosopher plato and he also has something to say about the mathematical concept of beauty. So that was the very first episode. And let me tell you, I remember talking to my sister and telling her, okay, I still have to like get like this, you know, microphone and I need a space to actually record a podcast. 
And that was like, I don't know, the beginning of February or something. And I said, yeah, in March, I'll start like podcasting. At the end, I decided just to go to this like store here that we have, like this uh, where they sell electronics. Got myself like the cheapest mic at the time. Didn't fucking care as long as it had USB, excuse the language. I know, but I think you you all know now that I just swear I have a sailor's mouth. All right. And I just I it took me like a week, I think, to research the first episode of What the Fuck Ancient Greece and listening to it. I'm like, what? the? <laughs> that is quite the heavy episode. And there are many episodes throughout that I'm actually going to revisit and it's going to be like upgraded um, because, you know, after researching for basically a year and it doesn't take me a week to research anymore, but after researching for a year you come across so many fascinating articles that that are so insightful and you really you start really digging deeper so like the first episode was just like a taste but let me just tell you don't let it be like this foul taste in your mouth because we've gotten like better since then (laughs) but onwards to like the next episode (laughs) i was having some technical difficulties i can't even speak at this point because this microphone is seriously being a salty little bitch. So let's get into what uh, Snapchat dysmorphia is. And this is how it's been described. The phenomenon of people requesting procedures to resemble their digital image has been referred to as Snapchat dysmorphia. I'm actually listening to all this. I mean, I... I, But... I'm just listening and I'm like, oh my God, Carissa, get to the fucking point already of like the podcast. (laughs) I have this thing like I was listening to about like that was the second episode, Snapchat Dysmorphia, where we we spoke about Snapchat Dysmorphia. And I was like, why did I just do a whole opening, like three minutes of an opening to tell you like all the, I don't know, what was it like the... um, Instagram handles and Facebook this and Facebook that. I'm like, oh my God, woman, get to the point. Like, I can only imagine. (laughs) I'm cringing. This is cringeworthy. Oh, I can't. God, that. And plus the audio. And I made a reference to the mic. And I found, I don't know, it just happened that when I was listening to the second episode, I made a reference to that old mic I had and how she was a salty little bitch. Oh my God, seriously. But she, 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 she held steady and true. She, she was a loyal companion until about October when I got my new microphone. But oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> so you have been warned. All right, let's jump right in. So as mentioned, young girls are brutally force-fed a diet of up to 16,000 calories a day, which is more than four times that of a male bodybuilder to prepare them for marriage. Okay, I'm not too sure how to say this word. Le, le bleu, le bleu. It, it's L-E-B-L-O-U-H. So I'm going to go with le, le bleu. Uh, so le bleu is the practice of force-feeding girls from as young as 5 to the age of 19 in countries where obesity was traditionally regarded as desirable. So this is prevalent in more rural areas. So as we can see, the ideal of feminine beauty in Mauritania um, holds that among women, layers of of fat are the height of sexiness. And I just get confuculated. I get confuculated with society as a whole. And this is probably why I'm such a hermit, because I'm just like, no, I can't deal. I can't deal today with what I hear sometimes. Uh, Basically, we know that the fashion industry has dictated to us its version of what it deems perfect, beautiful, aesthetically pleasing in all ways 
and it grossly then underrepresented the rest of the world for many years. And that's because this week I uh, wanted to delve into cosmetics and what our ancestors used to put in their in their cosmetics and uh, because of lack of knowledge of, of, of certain things, <laughs> they, they, they risk their lives. Literally, uh, beauty would kill. Here's a special important message. There is probably more written in medical journals about syphilis. Talking with sure is a warm gun. And here's Army PFC Bob Zing to tell you something about just that. Let's face it, of a ball in the land down under. Ever want to ride a kangaroo? Make kangajoos too? Stand up and holla when you cuddle a koala. Dress in a nightgown and walk upside down? It's nice, isn't it? So in the Middle Ages, up to the Victorian age, women would bleed themselves in order to look pale. Oh my goodness, I just listened to episode six. Let me tell you, anybody that goes back, if this is your first episode of Beauty Unlocked, welcome, friends. If it isn't, um, actually, if this is your first episode, let's just finish with that, and you go back to listen to previous episodes, number one, don't judge me. We've gotten better since then. Number two, if you're going to listen to episode six, then listen to like the first three minutes because it's like my first whatever... Um, interesting or different kind of intro and then skip to like a good 10 minutes in because I don't even know what the hell I was talking about for a good seven fucking solid minutes we've gotten better since then I just I jump right into episodes now so again don't judge me for my previous episodes after almost 38 episodes actually we have in total 70 episodes that includes bonus episodes and all this, you know, mashups and stuff like that and uh, October specials and December specials. But we've gotten certainly better. And I certainly do have the gift of the garb. I can go on and on. I'm going to shut up now and I'm going to we're going to keep on taking a trip down memory lane. Not really. Some men are taking an unhealthy or many unhealthy risks when it comes to getting that ideal um, air quotes, ideal body type, but. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Have you heard of what a penis facial is? What? A penis facial. Wait, what? A penis facial. Like, does that mean I have to rub penis all over my face? Seriously, talk about not having any energy whatsoever i know that there are planetary and cosmic shifts like shifts with an fts at the end that those are happening and let me tell you i was like why do i feel so damn rough and without any energy and then i was like looking up at like planetary well the the forecast and i was like oh no okay i see why yes i see now i get it because we are all heavily influenced whether we realize it or not, we're all heavily influenced by lunar cycles and just planetary shifts and everything. And I am seriously feeling it, especially the last two days. Add some of that, those allergies along with it. And it has been pretty much a rough week. <laughs> and it's not even done. It's like we're only Thursday and I'm like, God, like another day. And then I'm, um, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to be looking at uh, cosmetic surgery, plastic surgery. Well, the history of, let's say, first how it came about as aesthetic surgery 
And then we're going to talk about a particular kind of surgery that is definitely on the rise, but is considered one of the deadliest surgeries that you can actually have done. Um, so we're going to take a deeper look into five tribal um, body modification practices that you may or may not be aware of. So globalization has resulted in the blending and appropriation of cultural traditions around the world. So people around the globe have long used their bodies as canvases for the expression of cultural identity, community status, connection to ancestors or gods, and to mark rites of passage or to wear a permanent amulet. I continue to scour throughout these episodes to find the best bits here and there. And I'm thinking, oh my God, Carissa, shut the fuck up. Like, why am I talking so much? Onwards, down memory lane. Some of the goals of the body positivity movement include challenging how society views the body. Yes. Promoting the acceptance of all bodies. Hell yes. Helping people build confidence and acceptance of their, their own bodies. Hell to the yes. Addressing unrealistic body standards. Yes, yes, and fuck yes. Um, the movement. And the movement, if you are not familiar with, is called the saggy boobs movement. All of us are entitled to do whatever the fuck we want with our bodies. So if we feel like wearing a bra, wear a bra. If you don't, don't. If you want to wear a sports bra, wear a sports bra. Your tits, your body, your decisions. I wholeheartedly still agree with that last statement of... Your tits, your choice. Your body, your choice. Onwards, down memory lane. If you're new, welcome to Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. I hope that you buckled up and you're enjoying this bumpy-ass ride, where at any moment you can be thrown off. Here we go. I'm going to be real and raw because that's how I, I keep it here on Beauty Unlocked with you guys. You know that. It starts when children are young. The moment a child is born, relatives start comparing siblings' skin color. We're going to be talking about skin bleaching slash skin lightening oh my god it was a battle right there and oh, i have never leapt off a bed so quickly in my life well probably i have because of a cockroach oh but it was horrific their bum hole prettier and i was just like okay so what your bum hole is exposed 24 7 you're walking around with your bum hole exposed that's um she she did she conducted a few studies like it said in the 80s and the 90s because the introduction of TV uh, was back in 1995. And so she did her research before the introduction of TV and then after to see the influence of TV on Fijian culture. Getting to the good, good, all of it is so good. Here we go. So in order to actually understand beauty and body ideals in Fiji, we're going to have to look at the culture. The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman, Malcolm X. So the article continues saying, like many issues involving race in our country in the U.S., the view of black women and girls as hypersexual has its roots in racism. Understanding how our culture came to believe that black women and girls were more sexually advanced can help us to eradicate this harmful way of thinking and protect all women and girls from sexual violence. 
so it says that before the slave trade took hold in America, European travelers, I wouldn't call them travelers, to Africa were both fascinated and appalled, fuck you, by the dress and practices of the Africans that they encountered there. The minimal amounts of clothing worn by Africans, um, the fact that some tribes practiced polygamy, and the seemingly suggestive tribal dances led these <clears throat> Europeans to believe that Africans were sexually lewd. <sighs> Fuck you, seriously. William Smith wrote that African women were, and I quote, hot constitutioned ladies who, again I quote, are continually contriving stratagems how to gain a lover. Really now? The initial stereotype of black women as sexually promiscuous arose from these writings. Guten Morgen, bom dia, bonjour, yadra, buongiorno, buenos dias, sabahulheri, kalimera, good morning, and welcome to Beauty Unlocked. Really, really interesting. I need to, like, expand my fucking vocabulary, I think. <laughs> We're going to take a look at two talented women who are shining a light and reshaping perceptions of Australia's indigenous population. And this is a term that's used very broadly. Um, but before we get into their stories, we're actually going to take a look at the first peoples of Australia. If you're anything like me, you know Australia's geographical location. You know some, some famous names that come from there. You might know the politics of Australia. Um, that it's a continent. I mean, we can go on and on about the general information um, of Australia, but we're going to definitely dive deeper and find out more about the first peoples of Australia. Welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked. I'm your host, Carissa. You might be asking yourself, what's so different about this show? It's a show you've all been waiting for. We're going to be talking about porn, and we're going to do it with the daughter of Lilith. Enjoy the show. then <laughs> I feel like recording in August is going to be a, a bit of a battle 
um, as I'll be dripping with sweat over the laptop. That's kind of gross. Gives you like visuals though, doesn't it? So as I mentioned in the beginning, we've traveled. We've been to Mauritania, Fiji, Australia. Now we're heading to Singapore. Yes, Singapore. Um, I decided to do Singapore because I have some listeners in Singapore. Hey, hey, how's it going, Singapore? To get into the good, good, the good stuff, the actual episode, where many of you are probably, oh my God, I can't even speak, probably thinking, thank God, because you're talking way too much. Well, you're going to hear a little bit more, so bear with me. (laughs) So this week... Um, this week's episode, um, we're going to talk about something that's very common as with many previous episodes, but, um, I fell upon an article and then I followed the cookie trail and I found the golden nugget and I was like, oh my God, I need to do an episode about this because it is, it is something that we perceive as a problem, but it really is not a flaw. It is not an imperfection. It is not a problem. Um, it's something that uh, a lot of people have and there is no shame in it in all reality. I have it. I, I for sure have it. I mean, I have a lot of things, but and I'm not ashamed of many of those things. Um, but we are going to talk about cellulite we visited mauritania fiji australia and singapore we're going to take another international trip to a country that has the highest rate of plastic surgeries per capita in the world if you guessed the united states you guessed wrong pack your bags and get those masks ready we're heading out to south korea i hope you guys had time to actually listen to episode 26 where we talked about so that's last week's episode where we talked about cellulite and how the word came about and who's responsible for making us feel that it's a flaw that we need to spend not only our money on but our time worrying about it as well daughter of lilith yay there's some holes in this house there's some holes in this house you guys can't see it but we're dancing (laughs) <laughs> we're having we're gonna have a grand old time today like we always do on this show fuck yeah i hope everybody brought their wet ass pussy because we're gonna be talking about wap all up in here uh, there is nothing with some what there is nothing wrong with some wet ass pussy that's for sure although there no. are some there are some that have problems with it it's the month of pumpkin spice everything and i am super excited nothing gets me off more than everything and anything pumpkin spice if i could like sprinkle pumpkin spice all over me i would unfortunately i can't i wonder if this would classify as a kink like just getting off on pumpkin spice and i know for a fact that i'm not the only one and i know that i'm not the only one who absolutely fucking adores october as a month we're going to get into this episode juicy topic it's not about pussy um but it's another way for the patriarchy to control us and to you know kind of enslave us It pushes us to never be content with our bodies, to always find some sort of imperfection, some sort of flaw, and we spend tons of money trying to get rid of it, or we spend time of time thinking about, oh my God, I have like cellulite, oh my God, I have stretch marks, oh my God, like I have flabby arms, (gasps) My, my tits aren't up to my nose, and this, and I don't have the perfect like, you know, flat stomach, and so it just puts all this unnecessary worry. Saying that, 
we're going to talk about, first of all, we're going to get into a little bit of history. As you know, I'm a history freak, emphasis on the freak. Um, but I found an, an article talking about the history of marketing. And you guys are thinking, oh my God, Carissa, this is going to be fucking boring. Actually, no. This is going to show you how marketing, it's all the psychological effects of marketing, but how it came about, who created it, the mastermind behind it, and how he became quite rich off of it, actually, and that we still use his marketing methods today. And so, yeah, so let's get into it. I'm, I'm actually super excited to share it with you. Hip dips versus love handles, hip dip surgery, celebrities with hip dips, how to get rid of hip dips, are hip dips attractive? Hip dip trend, violin hips, I hate my hip dips, models with hip dips, do hip dips go away with age? Hip dip on one side, can you have plastic surgery to get rid of hip dips? When I typed hip dips, these are the popular searches that came up. Guess what we're going to get into it, kids? Welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked. Are you ready? As a culture, we continue to equate thinness with wellness and weight loss with effort. Thin equals healthy. Fat equals unhealthy. Losing weight equals accomplishment. Gaining weight. Laziness. Welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked. We're going to be talking about diet culture. You would think that after doing this this podcast opening for this podcast for the past nine months i would actually know how to do a proper opening and in all honesty i still don't i'm carissa and i'll tell you what i'm the host of this fuckery and a whole bunch of shenanigans welcome to a brand new episode of beauty unlocked are you ready? Diet culture or the toxicity of diet culture. And as you can hear from the tone of my voice, I'm not a fan of diet culture, even though I was in a vicious cycle of diet culture. I'm no longer in that because I'm sick and tired of this fucking roller coaster ride of toxicity. And I'm just like, fucking take myself out of that. But before we got into like the whole meat of what health at every size, like I mentioned before, um, movement was, I wanted to actually talk about understand like understanding size diversity. Again, fumbling, stumbling, mumbling around. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so one of the things that they po uh, put on um, their website was each person's genetic inheritance influences their bone structure, body size, shape and weight differently. We should appreciate those differences, encourage healthy behaviors, and treat everybody with respect. Back rolls, belly rolls, stretch marks, cellulite, belly meat, pubic Arm hair, fat, pubic sideburns, scars, lower back blemishes, hair, underarm hair, pubic hair, pubic sideburns, fuzzy belly lower hair, back hair, tail, hair, underarm hair, back rolls, belly rolls, stretch marks, hair, belly meat, outy vaginas, and nipple hair. Scars, blemishes, body, vagina, nipple, sideburns, lower back hair, underarm hair, bunny hair, belly hair, toe hair, hip dips, facial hair, foot paws, outy vaginas, nipple hair, acne, body acne, inverted nipples. I just felt like I read a fucking shopping list. 
But I didn't read a shopping list, and I certainly did not read my shopping list. Although I do have quite a few of those things on the list that I just whispered into this microphone for you. If you're confused as to what this episode is all about, I'll give you a hint. It has to do with the human body. Ah, vaginas. They come in all sizes and colors. Some have hair and some don't. Many think that a quote-unquote normal vagina is small, pink, hairless, and neatly tucked under. Well, let me tell you, I'm about to burst your bubble. Welcome to part two of last week's episode. Don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. It's time to delve deep into all things vagina. Are you ready? We've made it to the end of Beauty Unlocked's special anniversary slash birthday mashup episode. Um, seriously, while putting all of this together, it was like such a trip down, or should I say such a vivid trip down memory road because I remembered what I was going through before recording each episode and I was like, wow, we've certainly come such a long way. I have the biggest smile on my face my face I can't even speak wow um that's nothing new but um it certainly is such a trip I can't believe that one year has passed already um I can't wait for what this year has to show um but seriously thank you from the bottom of my heart uh we started I mean we started out small. We're still small, obviously. Um, but given the fact that we've hit so many milestones within this whole year, I'm just amazed at how much we've grown from the followers on Instagram to the number of downloads to the countries um, that Beauty Unlocked is streamed and downloaded in. I'm just amazed and I couldn't have done any of this without you. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And also to all the like podcasters that I've met, not physically, obviously because of social distancing and also COVID, um, but I've met so many fellow podcasters and they were so nice to have me as guests on their shows. But in all honesty, like the podcasting community is such a great community. And for anyone who's thinking of starting a podcast, do it. Your voice matters, you know, just research the basics of podcasting and then it doesn't matter you don't have to have like the highest or high tech equipment or whatever you can get them little by little as I'm doing you know um especially if you're starting off on a budget um just just go for it because in all honesty it's an it's it's an amazing community um you grow so much from it you learn so much from it and it's just it's it's amazing so I I you know for anybody who's who's wanting to start just start you know, it's uh, it's fun. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun as well. Um, with all that being said, I'll definitely be revisiting a lot of the topics that I've covered previously because I find that that was like a sugar-coated version of those topics and researching throughout this whole year um, and this year also, uh, it's 
I've I've come across so much more and in all honesty I feel like a lot of the things I've covered before haven't been covered in complete depths there's more to it there's more layers I've uncovered so I'm super excited to like visit or revisit um, previous episodes and definitely keeping them shorter <laughs> and um, yeah basically shutting my mouth and not doing like 10 minute intros <laughs> But again, thank you so much for listening to this this anniversary birthday episode. Um, seriously, thank you all so much. And you'll definitely be hearing from me next week with a brand new episode. As always, remember to love each other, love yourselves, spread some of that sweet, sweet love, and you'll hear from me next week. Have a wonderful and safe weekend. Bye. <laughs> Make it clap, 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 Wendy's new classic chicken sandwich is now in the two for five. And that's reason to celebrate. Try the new classic and then take your mouth on a victory lap with the iconic Dave's single, the delicious spicy chicken sandwich, spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, or just get another classic chicken sandwich. Taste greatness today with Wendy's two for five. We got you. For a limited time, a la carte only. Price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's.